Are you ready, y'all? We're ready. I'm ready. Let's go. We are going to Salzburg, Austria. Mm. Yes, we are. We need our passports. This is the true life story of a young spirited Austrian woman who leaves a convent to become a governess to seven unruly children. Were they unruly though? They seemed like they were pretty <laughs> in line. <laughs> they were unruly also, for the governesses. I have to admit that I did not know this was based on a true story until today. <laughs> I love that. I thought it was all made up. First nerd alert of the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are we doing, Christine? We're doing the sound of music. The Sound of Music. Aaron? The Particulars. The Sound of Music was released on March 2nd, 1965. It was produced and directed by Robert Wise. He also edited Citizen Kane Mm -hmm. and The Magnificent Ambersons. He's uncredited sound editor on The Gay Divorcee and Of Human Bondage. He also directed The Body Snatcher, The Day the Earth Stood Still, I Want to Live, <laughs> 1961's West Side Story, The Haunting, The Sand Pebble, The Andromeda Strain, and Star Trek The Motion Picture, to name a few. Wow. The screenplay is by Ernest Lehman. He also wrote Sabrina, The King and I, Sweet Smell of Success, North by Northwest, West Side Story, Virginia Woolf, Hello Dolly, and Family Plot. Damn. Not too shabby. Nerd Alert. He was nominated for six six Oscar nominations. He won none of them. <laughs> In 2001, he was the first screenwriter to receive an honorary Academy Award. As you say, the story is uncredited by Maria Von Trapp, who wrote the story of the Trapp family singers in 1949, which inspired the 1956 West German film, The Trap Family, which inspired the 1959 Broadway musical, The Sound of Music. So this is based on the Broadway musical book, The Sound of Music, by Howard Lindsay and Russell Krauss, who both won the Pulitzer Prize for State of the Union. They also wrote Call Me Madame, Happy Hunting and Mr. President. Music by Richard Rogers. He is the first person to win the EGOT. He oh. also won the Pulitzer Prize, which makes him and Marvin Hamlish the only two people who have ever won those awards. So the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, the Tonys, the EGOT. Add on the Pulitzer Prize and you're in extremely oh, rare air. Um. With Lorenz Hart, he wrote Pal Joey, A Connecticut Yankee, and Babes in Arms. And But he's most famously known for his collaboration with the guy who did the lyrics for this, Oscar Hammerstein II, who also wrote Old Man River. I thought that that was just a, an old, you know, black people spiritual, but no, it was written by Oscar Hammerstein. Dang. That came from Showboat. He also wrote Oklahoma, Carousel, South Pacific, The King and I, 
He died nine months after The Sound of Music opened on Broadway. So, nerd alert, the last song he ever wrote was Edelweiss. Oh. oh. The scores by Erwin Costell. He also worked on Sid Caesar's Your Show of Shows, West Side Story, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Peach Dragon, and Fantasia, to name a few. Director of photography is Ted D. McCord. He also shot Deep Valley, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, mm. East of Eden, uh, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, edited by William H. Reynolds, who also... Listen to this guy's credit. This guy also cut The Godfather, The Sting, The Day the Earth Stood Still, Bus Stop, and he was executive producer on Heaven's Gate and Ishtar. <laughs> wow. Starring Julie Andrews as Maria. She was in Mary Poppins, the Americanization of Emily. Then she did this. Then Torn Curtain, which we did. Victor Victoria, The Princess Bride, Tooth Fairy. Nerd alert, she made her Broadway debut at age 19. In this? No. Oh. In something else. I forgot. (laughs) Thank you. It it was like something. She was a bit of of a of a, a child star. Yeah, you know, she had parents that were kind of in the business. She was singing at a young age, going around doing stuff. So, Christopher Plummer as Georg. Georg. <laughs> He's Canadian. I had no idea. I didn't either. He was also in, he was a very accomplished and Tony Award winning actor. So he's an actor of the stage. He was also, as films go, in Starstruck, Waterloo, The Spiral Staircase, Return of the Pink Panther, Malcolm X, The Insider, A Beautiful Mind, Beginner, and most recently, Knives Out. Oh, yeah. And his singing, yeah, his singing voice was dubbed by Bill Lee who also did Sheer Khan's That's What Friends Are For in the Jungle Book, and he was the singing voice of John Kerr in South Pacific. He was uh, the singing voice in a lot of Disney stuff. And Eleanor Parker was Baroness Elsa von Schneider. She was in over 80 movies and TV shows, uh, Caged, Detective Story, Interrupted Melody, The Man with the Golden Arm. She was also in Love Boat, Fantasy Island, and Murder, She Wrote. She looked like she needed to eat a sandwich. (laughs) She could have used a sandwich. Probably. (laughs) You know, it was the 60s. Yeah. Richard Hayden, he was Max Detweiler. He was in Young Frankenstein, The Pride of St. Louis, Clooney Brown, and Ball of Fire. And Peggy Wood, who was Mother... Abess? Abbess. She was Mama in the CBS television series from 1949 to 1957. She was also in 1937's A Star is Born and also in The Bride Wore Boots. And this, The Sound of Music, was her final film. There are the particulars. Alrighty then. Well, it is, as Christine has said, a true, based on a true story. Apparently. And we start out um, seeing beautiful vistas, the lakes and castles and mountains all around Austria while the orchestra is playing 
the book, right? Is that what you say? The book? No. No, the score. The score. Sorry. <clears throat> and then we have the the shot everybody knows: Julie Andrews spinning. It's <laughs> my favorite. Singing the sound of music. And then she realizes, uh, oh, she hears the bells ringing. She knows she needs to run to the convent. And then there's a whole lot of convent stuff going on. And um, then the sisters in the convent sing, How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria? One of my favorite songs. I do love that one. <laughs> and all musicals. They, and, they, they throw so much shade. It's just, you know, you think, I know. I know, I know how nuns I don't know what are. A is. <laughs> It's just funny to me. You're like, oh, you're a nun. You're supposed to be, you know, I don't know. I guess above it all. But they're just just throwing shade left and right yeah, at her. sure are. Except for the... Workplace the, drama is everywhere. Exactly. The Reverend Mother. And then that one, the one nun is very, likes Maria. But yes. there's one that Maria doesn't get along with. And evidently... Um, when you think a bad thought about someone, you have to kiss the floor. And so our first quotable is, lately, I've been kissing the floor when I see her coming just to save time. Because she knows it's going to be a bad exchange. So you're just like, oh, I'm just going to be in trouble anyway. Like when they have the, the curse jar and you just take out a 20 and throw it in. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, the Reverend Mother says that she it needs to go and be a governess to these seven children um, of a retired officer in the Navy. Um, and so she has her suitcase and her guitar, and she's leaving the Abbey, and she really doesn't want to because she loves the Abbey, and she wanted to be a nun. She just likes to sing a lot and be out in the nature by herself. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? So, and she walks through Salzburg, which is absolutely gorgeous. Didn't it's like, we go there? Yes. Yeah. And you so. can, we didn't take the tour because your father was with us. <laughs> but um, there is a tour you can take of all the places. <gasps> oh, my seen. God. I know, Christy. Oh, wow. You didn't get to do that? We no. can do, We oh. can go and do that. Yeah. And we'll leave them at the pub. We've been yeah. known to do that before. That's true. Yes. That sounds and fun. I, I like Salzburg. Somehow we'll come back just as lit. <laughs> we have been known to do that as well. Um, and um, I the the cinematography of this was amazing. I know. Well, it was. Guy like did. there's one place, she's on the bus going to the, um, uh, uh, the captain's magnificent manor house. And there's there's her in the window, and then there's also a reflection of what she's seen when she looks out the window of all of Salzburg. It was just gorgeous, just gorgeous. Oh. Then she gets to the house, and she's awestruck, because it's not a house. It's a villa. It's a mansion. Oh, my God. How did a military man be able to afford that? Well, I think that's also, like, kind of why they ended up in the position that they ended up. I'm on Google Maps looking because I was like, wait, I thought Austria was a landlocked nation. So what's what's the deal with him being in the Navy? Um, Yeah, I forgot to look that up. And it is a landlocked nation. So oh, he traveled for work. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have to do that. 
And, um, well, and you know, he was all, I'm sure in the First World War, he was fighting with Germany. Okay, she meets the captain. She meets the children. I'm skipping a lot because you've seen it. If you haven't, you need to watch it. But um, I don't want to go over every little thing that happened. But here's another quotable that's great. Because the children look at her clothes and say, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and she goes, well, when we enter the Abbey, we give all of our worldly possessions away to the poor. And the kids go, what about that one? And she said, the poor didn't want this one. <laughs> Mm. Oh, the shade. Also, okay, I forgot to look this up. Did anybody look up the because she's in the abbey, but she's not a nun yet. She's like a postulate Novice. or something. Yeah. So she's trying to be a nun. Yeah. So even though on the trial by basis, you still have to give up all of your. Well, they they want to make sure you're committed. Damn. I would yeah. like at least like you know they take it away from you and stuff. It's sort of like a prison situation where they. Uh, you know, they bag it up and they put it away and then they see, okay, you're going to stick to it and then they give it away. Well, oh, later in the movie, you know, spoiler alert. <gasps> Sorry. Um, she, um, she goes back to the Abbey and so she has to come back out of the Abbey when she's going into the Abbey, there's a new woman there joining mm -hmm. the Abbey with a green dress on. And the next time you see her leaving the Abbey, she's got that green dress on. So oh. they, they recycle. Oh, okay. I never also, put that I, together. Yeah. Now I'm looking at Google Maps and you can go see the Sound of Music Trapped Villa. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. I can't read much of the website. It's not in English, but it, the pictures look nice. You can go in that villa? Yeah. Well, I'm oh. not sure if you could go inside, but you could visit it. Wow. Yeah. Well, something Ooh, to I look forward bumps. to. <laughs> I wonder if the gazebo is there. I mean, it says Hotel Villa Trap, so what if you could stay there? I'll bet you can. I'll bet it costs a whole lot of money, but I'll bet you can. True. <laughs> I'm bet it I bet it doesn't cost as much as you think it would right now. Well, that's true. They're probably giving rooms away for free. It's, Come on, it's probably Come on been turned into a hospital. So well, that's true. Okay, well, um, she finds out that there have been a long line of governesses and the last one only stayed two hours. And that's where the children were unruly. They weren't bad, but like one puts a frog in her pocket and one puts a pine cone in her seat. Well, excuse me, but the last, the woman who lasted two hours, you know what they put in her pocket. Yes. So I know. I was going to wonder your thoughts on that. I would have burned the house down, <laughs> locked all oh, the doors, <laughs> burned all the children alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Van well, Trapp family massacre. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a Quentin Tarantino film. <laughs> okay, the uh, the the captain needs discipline in his household. He needs orderliness and decorum, and he has a ship's whistle 
and uh, he has a different whistle sound for each of the seven children. And the um, children I have, have to a, an, I have an Adam hot take on that. Ooh. Oh, excellent. He, uh, I was watching this in the bedroom, and he came and said, oh, I love to take a nap to this movie. <laughs> so you're sleeping there. And this part came on. And he said, I'd be so pissed if my dad had a GD whistle to call us. I'd be breaking that real quick. <laughs> but you know what's funny about that is that there was a part in it. It's around now because it, it's around where the whistle thing is. Where it made me think of my dad because she's like, I'm not going to use a whistle. I'm just going to call for them. And he was like, I do not tolerate yelling in my house. And I was like, oh. My dad does not tolerate yelling in his house. It's the same yeah. way. So we got we got very lucky that he, but he had seen this movie, huh? And then she was like, "Well, how well how will you find me or something? Or how will I call you? I can't remember which." And it was just like you yell my name or something. Yeah. Well, I think he didn't want to be called. It was like you. There's no reason yeah. for you to call That's me. True. Yeah. Okay, um, so he introduces the two boys and five girls, and um, they are at the dinner table waiting for Maria, and she they put a pine cone in her chair, and she just sits down on it, and that, um, I guess, was uncomfortable. So she was very passive-aggressive in oh. talking about children who are so nice to people when they come and visit that she had all seven children crying at the dinner table. Yeah, she did. And she didn't snitch on them. She held it. I'm like, man, Mar look at Maria. It's like she, it's like she watched the wire or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well then we see Liesel, the, the oldest of the children who she's supposed to be 16, but she's really 22. <laughs> Because I did write, she is extremely developed for a 16-year-old. Yeah. Um, she runs off to meet Rolf, who is the telegram delivery boy. And they sing um, 16 going on 17 together. And I just Which think... Nerd... Go ahead. Oh, nerd alert. Uh-huh. She fell through the glass table when she when they were filming that, what? and she cut she messed up her ankle. And so in the actual movie, she has like a bandage around her leg and makeup all over it. <laughs> Did you see it though? I was able to spot it after reading. That. Really? Yeah. I didn't look it up after reading that. Wow. Well, I always think of this now. Um, it was within the last year. John, I think it was John Mulaney when he hosted SNL. They did this, and he was like a 35 year old man singing, You are 60 going on 17. Yes, yeah. And yeah, so I, I just kept laughing at it. I was like, Whoo, this is ooh. well. I have a nerd alert tasty nugget about that because she was 22, really, and the father, Christopher Plummer, was 35. But he was ausgezeiten it. <laughs> he was. And so she had a crush on him, and he kind of had a flirtation going with her. They never oh, acted really? on it. But, yeah. but um, so I 
so if he was 35 and she was 16, he was 19 when they had her. They started yeah. early. Oh, that was that, normal back then. Yeah, I that's guess. what they did. He needed somebody to, yeah, they needed like uh, workers to do work. Well, they were soon going to have a whole lot of them. Okay. Um, and then it gets to political talk because Rolf is explaining to Liesel that Germany is going to invade soon. Well, okay. I have that in nerd alerts. Yeah, okay. Um, and here's another um, quotable because then uh, uh, Captain Von Trapp sees his children playing and he doesn't want them playing. He wants them marching. Von Trapp children don't play, they march. Oh, God. At this point, the housekeeper explains to Maria about his dead wife. Evidently, his dead wife had music in the house all the time, was great with all the children. And so after she passed away, he didn't want any more music in the house. He didn't want anything to remind him of her. And I kind of, we never find out why she, like how long ago it was that she died and what she died of. As a governess, just knowing what I know about true crime, I would be, I would get a feel you know, I'd read the room, but then I would find out well, what happened to the wife. Yeah, like maybe he doesn't want any singing because he kind of did something. So every time mm-hmm. singing happens, it reminds him of what he did. That's a good point. Maybe yep. he slit her throat in the middle of an aria. And Yeah, and maybe he doesn't like know. singing. And that's why the wife is no more. <laughs> she wouldn't shut up. Bitch would not shut up. <laughs> Okay, it is raining outside, and Maria is praying, and she's telling God now she knows why she was sent here, to look after the children and for them to get ready for their new mother, who is going to be the Baroness Baroness (laughs) Schneider, who needs a sandwich. Baroness Schneider is really rich. Mm, She wants more money. And she is not a child person. Yeah, but she doesn't. This is why Baroness was was flipping through the eligible bachelors of Salzburg, and <laughs> comes across this guy, who is wildly handsome despite having no lips whatsoever. But still, <laughs> <laughs> just just what a striking man! And he's got seven children. Look, they're all lined up. And she's like, I know what to do with seven kids. Yeah, she says it later. <laughs> yeah. So this seems like this is a this is a win win for me. Yes. Yes, especially with the um, the political stuff that's going on. It might be good to be married to a military man, have this nice villa. Okay. Um, at this point, Liesel sneaks in through Maria's bedroom window, all mm. all wet from the rain. And the, her kiss with Rolf, the, yeah, the she, Hitler youth. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't a Hitler youth yet, because I had written that down. Um, he was definitely leaning that way, but he was his uniform was still... Uh, I've seen the newsreel footage of Austria. Well, that's true. <laughs> They practically had to melt his hair off to get it blonde enough. They kept bleaching and bleaching really? and bleaching it to get it blonde enough. Yeah. 
Well, then there's thunder, and all the kids come into her room, and at this point, they sing. Oh, this is my favorite song. Because it's my favorite thing. My favorite things. Um, She had been asking the captain for uh, material to make the children some play clothes. And that's when he said, my children don't play, they march. And much like Scarlett O'Hara, she sees these drapes hanging up and she goes, I'm going to make them play clothes out of the drapes. I didn't see a, a, a sewing machine. So Oh, she's she's also Mary Poppins. So. Yes. That's right. Yes, she can just that's right. wiggle her nose or oh, that, is that bewitched? Yes. For Bitty Gitchet or something. Yeah. Okay. So the children are having a field trip through Salzburg. We get to see Salzburg again, which is just absolutely gorgeous. And they are singing Do Re Mi and it is one hour. Wow. I know. It's amazing how much doesn't happen in that one hour. <laughs> yeah, it's a long hour. <laughs> but it gets so much does happen in the three hours. Oh, no. that it takes I know, it. because the first hour I did for my, my workout. I'm like, I'm going to start this. I've seen it before, so I can start this rewatch while I'm working out. I didn't do my workout. I did my tasty nuggets and my recast. It was an hour, <laughs> and I was like, and that's, then I got like food ordered, had to do the whole decontamination thing, take a shower, mop the floor, everything. <laughs> and then I come back, settle in, and I'm like, that's all that happened in the hour? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, the girl got a kiss. We met the Baroness and uh, play clothes. It was a whole hour of setting up the movie. It yes, was. it was. So uh, we are to POC count. It's really hard to add this up. <laughs> yeah. I kept flipping back and forth in my notes. Oh, you did? Because I was like, I don't even need to. I just put no. the pen down. Didn't even need to have it in no. my hand. None. No. I was gonna do a hit, uh, not Hitler count, a Nazi count, but uh, but then like, that might have been too many. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that gets a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and there were no people of color. There were no people of anything other than Austrian Although, descent. I haven't looked it up, so I do apologize if what I'm gonna say is offensive in any way, or it's gonna be one of those. Ooh, that ooh, Aaron. Ooh, the puppets. I kind of felt maybe some of the puppets might have been like, um, I I don't spit it out. <laughs> well. Like, I was like, is this puppet, like, Jewish? You know, like, in, like some of the puppets, like, the, the guys that were playing the music that were the puppets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't... Could have been. Because I was, at this point, I was reaching for straws of, like, POC. I didn't want to accidentally. Yeah. And so I was, I mean, they weren't. They were just playing the music and stuff, and it was just thick eyebrows. So I could see that as just being, you know, German. Yeah, or because Austrian. the. Uh, yeah. The, but I uh, did wonder. And then there was like, there, one had like, another puppet had a real kind of orangey, darkish skin. So I'm like, oh, what is this puppet? I don't. 
But, you know, but it's puppies. But they were all whittled out of wood. Yeah, and it wasn't like... um what blackface where I was like, Oh my gosh. No, there was no blackface on uh, even on the puppets. Right. Okay. So, um, I like the puppets because they look like some of the wooden ornaments. And... Yeah. I like oh, the what I, Well, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yes. Just great. I mean, I don't know if you all have ever had a puppet and tried to do that puppeteering. It's not easy. What can't Maria do? She can do everything. And she can do it well. I have a nerd alert about that later. Okay, well, we are two nerd alerts. Oh. I haven't written any down because I always know that you take it away here. I'm mm-hmm. going to go get my uh, refill. So you're not even going to listen to me? I'm coming back. <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah, I'm not going to listen. All right. Well... Yes. Well, all right. I'll go over the stuff that happened in 1965. So Lyndon Baines Johnson was sworn in for his first full term. Because if you remember, he took over after an incident in 1963. Mm. We have Winston Churchill's funeral. Canada came out with their maple leaf flag. Really? Yeah, because up until then, they had part of the Union Jack and stuff, and they were like, no, we are Canada. Um, Malcolm X was assassinated in New York City. (gasps) The Vietnam War, Operation Rolling Thunder, and the first American combat troops to ground troops happened. Um, On... And that was in March, also in March, on the 7th, so like five days after this movie was released, Bloody Sunday, in Selma, Alabama, state troopers attacked demonstrators marching from Selma to Montgomery. The movie Selma took place. Wow. My Mother the Car, Tom and Jerry, and A Charlie Brown Christmas made their debuts. In April, Julie Andrews won the Oscar for Mary Poppins. Oh. I, the Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction was released. <sighs> Dylan caused controversy when he went electric at the, <gasps> Nor- at the Newport Folk Festival. Oh, my God. That was a... <gasps> <gasps> I know. Oh, <sighs> drink. LBJ's War on Poverty, he signed the Social Security Act of 1965, creating Medicare and Medicaid. He also signed the Voting Rights Act. The St. Louis Arch was completed. Days of Our Lives debuted. Rubber Soul by the Beatles was released. And the Aborigines were given the right to vote in Australia. Dang. Mm -hmm. I do want to make an editorial comment about Lyndon Johnson. Because you don't think of him as being, um, he was huge in the civil rights movement. He signed tons of stuff. Yeah, he, uh, he, it's one of those um, examples of how somebody, a tiger can change their stripes. Yeah. You start out one way and then you are like, all right, I'm going to do this. I didn't know until he went to his library in, in Texas. Because he just always seemed like, you know, the big buffoon who he really wanted the war and he was making a lot of money on the war. And but he did a lot for civil rights and also like for the war, on 
you know, like the Social Security Act, that's not right. a small thing. He had this whole his whole war on poverty where he was yes. going to yes. do that, that kind of thing. And Lady Bird had, did her thing with wildflowers in Texas. They're okay. really pretty. They're really pretty. <laughs> I thought there was more to that. The but... blue bonnet, like in the medians of the highways, oh. you know, it wouldn't be, don't cut it all down with the wildflowers. I bloom. see. I see. Yeah. Okay. So we have Austria. Now in this movie, they mentioned the Anschluss. Yes. And that's the annexation of Austria by Germany. So or, Austria, uh, what? Or Germany j- invading and taking over. Well, they didn't, though, because Austria was annexed by Germany in March 1938. So they were okay with it. Well, Austria had been part of the the whatever the German Empire thing was, and then as part of the Treaty of Versailles, they got split up, and it was this thing where, like, um, kind of keeping them small so they wouldn't start trouble again. But there are a lot of German, German-speaking Austrians yes. who wanted to be reunited with Germany. But then there were also a lot of Austrians who were like, no, I, I don't want any part of that. So... There was this thing where the the chancellor of Austria, that guy came to power and he basically sat, um, had like a deal with Hitler. It was like, hey, you can if you want to come on in, you can come on in. So that's why there wasn't. That's that's why it's called an Anschluss because it it wasn't. And and why you know England and France. They were just like, well, I mean, what are we going to do? That's, they, they took, they came back and that's the, okay. It wasn't like, like Poland. Like when they invaded Poland, that was when it was like, whoa, excuse me. But this whole like Austria thing, it was kind of like, well. It was like a done deal. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, yeah, your stepsister. It's, it's, it's how it is. Well, that's awkward and weird, ma. Your stepbrother. So, um, in the, (laughs) with with Maria von Trapp, the real one, in the summer of 1938, they encountered Hitler at a Munich restaurant. And then in September, they left because, um, oh, also Georg in real life had taken his money out of a bank and given it to a friend's bank. And then 1929 happened, and his friend's bank went under, so he lost a whole bunch of money. That's why the Baroness really left. (laughs) Well, no, there really wasn't a Baroness in real life. In real life, they they were living on the top floor of their manor and were renting out the rest of it to get by because they had no money. Then they they you know they ran into old Hitler, and they were like, I don't like the cut of that man's jib, and then. You know, Hitler was like, hey, you're in the Navy. You need to come. And so then in September of 1938, they went to Italy. And then from Italy, they went to England and then to the U.S. And in real life, the Nazi Heinrich Himmler used the Von Trapp house as his headquarters. So that means the big H actually went there and visited. Yeah, he went there a couple Mm -hmm. of times. 
And per a June 2019 New York Times article, the Trap Family Singers, because they really did record some records and stuff, mm -hmm. their material, their originals were some of the materials that were destroyed in the 2008 Universal Fire. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. And then I looked up later hosen because the little boys were wearing the later hosen. Yes, and I were. thought, my God, that seems like it's so uncomfortable to be wearing them. What's the deal with them? And they are leather britches mm -hmm. for hard physical work. Mm -hmm. They were not worn in Southwest Germany and Switzerland, but they were worn in Bavaria and Austria and th those German speaking parts. T hmm. Tyrolean areas, right? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> <they're> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. They're handmade by tanned deer leather, so they were soft, light, and tear-proof. And that's oh, why... Oh, it sounds comfy. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They would last so long that they were handed down. Handed down, right. So I was like... But they oh. were short. So... Mm -hmm. If you're working hard in the fields, don't you want a long pants? Well, it's hot. You get, you don't get hot. Yeah, you think yeah. of Ross and friends trying to put the baby powder yeah. on. Those to leather pants are very hard to get on. <laughs> yeah, that because that's why that's why I had to look it up and be like, what's the deal? But I guess they, they were short, so you can move around a lot. They're famous for the drop front, the drop front latch thing. Oh yeah. So you yeah. just need to go to the bathroom. There you have it. I, yeah. I wondered about the, the chest thing, and I was like, oh, because of the suspenders, and it keeps them together. That's why so the they don't keep the falling front. off your shoulder. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are my nerd alerts. Christine, do you have any nerd alerts? I don't think I have any nerd alerts. I think mine are all more tasty nuggets, except Excellent. you. I mean, I guess you mentioned that with they had really gone where they went in the end. Yes. Did you talk about that? Oh, you talked about Okay. Yeah. They didn't cross yeah. the Alps because if they had, they would have been back in Germany is what I read, which yeah. would not have been a good thing. Well, yeah. Right where Hitler had set up camp. Yeah. Yeah. The eagle's nest, as it were. Well, they were going to Swit. They were going to go to Switzerland, I thought. They because were going to Switzerland, Switzerland, which was neutral. Was neutral. And then I was like, okay, like, they're not going to go into there. Yeah. But no, they went into, I guess, Switzerland, then to Italy, and then to England in the U.S. Yeah, I heard that they took a train to Italy. And yeah. then the next day, yeah. Hitler closed those borders. Yeah. Just they, the day before Austria closed its borders. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were one of those people who are like, <laughs> I don't think that we need to wait around. I think it needs to be now, yeah, a now exactly. situation. Exactly. Yeah. The children calling saying, I told you, do not leave the house. Um, but there were people who did cross like the Alps to get into Italy. And there were guides that helped them do that. Which I, that I listened to the dictators on Benito Mussolini because before I'd be like, but Italy, Italy was part of the Axis. But then I listened to the dictators and I was like, oh, Mussolini was an idiot. So... <clears throat> I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have one too, so we know about that. Okay, yeah. so we are to reheatables. Okay. Do uh we usually start with negatives. I usually start, but I don't have to. You can start. Yeah. Okay, well, my first reheatable is 
uh, Rolf doing the Heil Hitler, you know, yeah. all the Hitler Nazis stuff. Nazis is a, uh, like, yeah, Nazi is big non-reheatable. Yeah, Nazis is on my list of bad reheatables yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it just still, oh, okay. Um, the whistle that you call your children with a whistle. Yeah, bad one. I mean, but I will say it kind of does. I like the idea behind it. But if you have tone deaf children. Like me. I would not know. He's calling Liesl. I'm showing up. He's going, I don't want you. I want Liesl. I know. Yeah, I would get in trouble. I'm just. And that would be a sad thing. But they did make the. She did make the joke about, she was like, well, why don't you just put bells on them? And yeah. I was like, well. There were some good lines. I had bells on me. Yes, you did. And thank goodness <laughs> you'd still be in the PX. <laughs> um, there is a point where the captain is singing Edelweiss. And Liesel is at his feet. And there was sexual tension. <laughs> yeah. There was. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, how the Baroness told him, "Give me a party." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> give me a party because I'm gonna marry you. And he did, and whipped up a nice one. Um, that she wanted to send the kids to boarding school. Okay, so when they are, uh, when they are leaving the Abbey, at the very end. So in the car driving is the oldest son. He's steering the car. He's the strongest of the children. (laughs) Why can't Liesl be in there steering the car and him be in the back pushing the car? Because they don't have power stealing. Well, and did you hear about how they actually got the car to move? No. Because you're talking about when they did it at night, right? Yes. They actually had a group of Austrian strongmen out of the picture pulling the car. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, but, you know, she's a girl. She couldn't do anything. That was frustrating. Then when, um, at the end, when Rolf is there with the pistol mm-hmm. and the he Luger. Keeps- he keeps advancing. Never trust a Nazi. Never trust a Nazi. Yeah, that is a bad reheatable. You, you never. But he didn't. They didn't know at that point, Ma. They didn't know. Yeah. Okay. And my last Poland hadn't been invent in invaded. Everybody's shaking hands. People, uh. don't uh. shake hands. <laughs> That's a lost art. Not coming back. Never happening again. <laughs> Those are my negatives. Oh, okay. Teeny, what are your negatives? You covered most of it. You covered all of my negatives, I think. Oh, I got two that were not covered. Uh-oh. Oh. So, of course. Oh, wait. I do have one. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. All the kids were in the matching outfits in the house. Yes. Yes. A 16-year-old has to be wearing the same dress as a, what is she, five? Mm -hmm. Right. That was my only other one. Yes, you're right. All right, so right off the bat, bad reheatable. We already established Nazis. Second bad reheatable. Am I the only one who thinks Maria's haircut is an atrocity? (laughs) She wants to speak to the manager. (laughs) 
She gets a couple of I mean, what's going on? She's got super what? short bangs in the front. Okay. Well, she lives, she has the nuns do her hair. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it's it's, it's very intricate, be... though, for the nuns. That's my point. Like, I understand if the nuns were doing the hair, it would, you know, I, I expect bowls and stuff. But this was oddly layered in the bang area <laughs> that showed some sort of, like, styling and like she would have to style it. it it just seemed like a very um intensive haircut like she committed to the haircut i was surprised she had bangs because i thought she'd have to put all that back under the habit and they were very short bangs i they just were there was a lot of like wave action going on in the sides and then it just overall it i did i forgot to look into it but um how Julie Andrews always had short hair and it was in the sixties and that wasn't usually the thing. And I wondered if that was a thing in the sixties, like, Oh, Julie Andrews has short hair. This is what it's making me think of because the sixties and musicals teeny South Pacific in South Pacific, the main character, Mary Martin, mother of John Ross, um, anyway, no um, mother. Oh, yeah, that's in my tasty nuggets, Mom Mary Martin. So we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. She also but originated this role. Then that that ha- might have something to do with it because in South Pacific, she had to wash her hair on stage. Wash the man right out of her wash hair. That man right out of her hair, and mm. so she had it cut really short. So uh, that might be why. Well, she uh, was yeah, also in Peter Pan. Yes, playing a little boy. So I don't know, but there, she, there but just but then we did torn curtain and she still had short hair. Yeah, she did, and, and it was like, never styled well. Yeah, like I've just never seen Julie Andrews with long hair. I never thought anything it, like it's it's taken me until now to be like, oh yeah, she had short hair. I wonder if that was a thing. It's yeah. worth looking up. Well, I forgot. All right, and then my third bad reheatable. I'm sorry, Oscar Hammerstein, but great lyrics all around, except for in Doa Deer, La is just a note to follow so. I think that's a little weak. Well, we what would you do? Something better. Yeah. What would you do for La? Well, I'm not Oscar Hammerstein the second, but I just feel like. Like, he got to law, and he was like, as a placeholder, a note to follow so, and everybody just kind of went with it, because they're like, yeah, it's good yeah. enough. Like, but you're never going to forget that law comes after so. Yeah, he was, he was just like, do a deer, and then he was like, Ray, far, law, a note to follow so? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if he had been more in touch with... Um, the Hispanic members of the community, he might have been able to find a, a law yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So I would like that to me, it just jumped out again, watching something with subtitles. And when you see it in words, you're like, well, what the hell? I remember singing that because I sang all of these songs ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still do. Yeah. Um, I, Fully got it, because I thought, what else could you say about law? Yeah, yeah, I do too. I've never questioned that. I just, 
Law, salsa, so. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it just. I will challenge you, and I say that is a great rehearsal. <laughs> That's fair enough. Because well I, done. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I do like it, but I'm also like, mm, I know. You, you got away with one there, Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was looking through my notes, and I actually have another one that I forgot. Mm. Um, a little bit of a tasty nugget, but also a non-reheatable. At no point in the film does Maria ever use Captain Von Trapp's real name. Georg? Yes. She, always, <laughs> she always calls him Captain Darling or Sir. Yeah, because Georg sucks as a name. <laughs> Put that on my bad reheatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, Thinking about what if I was walking around here calling Adam Sir every night? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you'd love it, but don't ever do it. Yeah, Sir, Captain. Yeah, what about hey, this hey, one, Captain George? Just George, okay? He said he likes Captain. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> sort of like your doll, Captain Bush. Captain Bush. Oh. Okay, positive reheatables. Okay, I had, you know what I really liked? I liked Chunky Gretel. <laughs> chunky Gretel. I didn't even think she, she was that so chunky. Cute. She was so cute. She was adorbs, and she was chunky, and they didn't make her lose weight. She was like but five. She put on so much, but I read she put on so much weight that they had trouble lifting her over their head at the end. <laughs> She was eating that strudel. <laughs> that body positivity. We love to see it. <laughs> love to see it. Um, I love that the the captain wouldn't fly the Nazi flag. Mm-hmm. Um, that music changed the man. Because until music came back into his life, he was still all regimented. But yeah. once music came back into his life, he wow. became a much kinder. And also young Julie Andrews well, came back into his life. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't singing so much to Liesl anymore. That's a positive. <laughs> and uh, the suspense at the end, I thought was great. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. the end. It was very suspenseful. I had something written down in my sorry in my battery heatable, um, but then when he, like as I'm watching real time, I wrote it down when the Anschluss happens and they were just away at the honeymoon and they're like, oh, they're away and I was like, yeah, yeah, what? You got seven children. You're not gonna go back and check on them. Yeah, exactly. But then when he was like, I came back as soon as I could. I was like, oh, okay, it's the 30s. You know, yeah. but yeah. it's not like he didn't know that this was on the horizon. Exactly. He did. That's why he didn't yeah. fly the flag. Yeah. It's like maybe postpone the honeymoon and just be like, hey, like times are a little uncertain. Times are a little uncertain, Maria. Why don't we postpone the honeymoon? I have a feeling my country's about to not be my country anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a tasty nugget about that later. Any other positive tasting? Um, oh, no, not tasting. I mean, yeah, you're good. Um, reheatables. Reheatables. I think the soundtrack. Oh, man. Yes. Don't old to me. Yes. Too many bangers. Um, some good bangers, some good things to sing. 
Um, and that song, we don't, we didn't talk about when she sings that I Have Confidence song. Yes. I mean, oh. what a great song. It if is. you're having a bad day, throw it on. I and then, don't remember that you know, like, song. Well, that's one of the two songs that um, Richard Rogers had to add because Oscar had kicked the bucket. And so oh, it was added for the uh, movie. She was coming into the villa the first time. She was coming through the gates into the villa yeah, scene. Yeah, I, rem- I remember it, but I I wasn't um, as taken aback. Oh, and she stumbled. When she stumbled, that was, I mean, yeah. she stumbled for real. And they left yeah. it in because I thought that was perfect. I have confidence. Mm-hmm. Oh, except I stumbled, stumbled just now. But I'm going to get my confidence. Oh, back. and yeah. but like a nerd alert, but it's probably my tasty nuggets during that song is when the real life Maria has a cameo with her daughter yes, and the coming daughter. out of the Abbey. Yep. I didn't know. I have to go back and watch. Mm-hmm. <gasps> uh, yeah. Oh. And my other one is just Maria's girl power. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. She was just a strong woman. She stood up to him from the very beginning. Yeah, from the get Yeah, she was like, well, no whistles. I'm not doing that. Yeah. No, I'm not doing this. Don't go in that room. I'm going to go in it. I'm going to cut these curtains down. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Well, also, yeah. she was like that to the nuns, too, of like, I just, yeah. I want to sing. I'm. Yeah, she's walking to the beat of her own drum. Yeah. Yes. Or my okay, my good reheatables. The visuals, like with Greece, with this, I forget that it originated on the stage because it's just so visual and majestic and and Salzburg and stuff. I'm just like, and I've seen it on the stage before in community theaters. I've even seen this in Germany, a German community theater yeah, putting this you on. Did. I saw this was my first stage play I ever saw. Wow. Yeah. And I'm just, when I see the movie and just how big and magnificent it feels and sweeping yes. and it just, it, it just really, they did such a great job of just bringing it to life. Yes. Um, yes. Also, the version that we rented on iTunes, uh, great, fantastic remastering of it. Because yeah. we were when we were in New York during Christmas time, it was on TV, and it did not look as good. Like this looked yeah. a lot better. Um. Yeah, the third act, how it's so suspenseful, it and how is suspenseful. there's no music to it. Um, also, another awesome reheatable for me is play clothes and the idea of play clothes. I've always loved play clothes. <laughs> yes, you have. I'm a big fan of play clothes. You come home. Actually, I've just been living in play clothes. Comfy pants. It, it's great. I've always, ever since I was a little kid, that was come home, change into my play clothes. And then Maria, this is her hindsight Actually, not her hindsight, her foresight mm-hmm. to see this, insisting on having the children play because, yeah. therefore, the kids would have the stamina needed to hike across the Alps. To hike over the yes. Alps to get back to mm-hmm. Hitler himself. She's like, the kids need to play because they need to get that stamina because we're going to need to be um, marching to get over 
the, you know, Nazis. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Those are my good reheatables. Excellent. Okay. We are two quotables. Okay. I have one quote because it made me laugh out loud. And I, okay. What's yours? So funny. My, 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 it's at the end. It's when the, <laughs> the nuns go, Reverend Mother, I have sinned. Oh, yes. <laughs> because the, <laughs> the Nazi's car wouldn't start. <laughs> she, like, takes out some, I don't know what it is. I'm not a car person. Some carburetor or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was hanging. But so that I made me it. laugh. I have sinned. I like that. Tina, you have some quotables? Yeah. I, lo- I mean, I loved all the lyrics of how do you solve a problem like Maria. And all the words they were calling her of her. Yes. <laughs> a wool of a wuss, a flibbity, flibbity tibbit or something. Yeah. Yes. They just had a lot of good quotables in there. Um, but, okay, mine aren't anything major, but I thought they were funny when they were said. Mm-hmm. In the beginning when they're talking about the Maria, but when they said the wool of a black sheep is just as warm. Yes. Oh. I relate. Oh, I relate, yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. And then when Maria just said, I can't seem to stop sing- singing things wherever I am. <laughs> and then uh, when Maria first got first got to their house, to the Von Trapp house, and she opened the door and she just said, hello, here I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my last one that I remembered to write was when she first takes them out on the town and one of the kids just said we don't know any songs we don't even know how to sing <laughs> like, i don't know anything how do you not know any songs i don't i think you just i don't know like to me i would just make them up i don't oh you made up a lot yeah of songs. i i made up some bangers oh yes you the did. cat in the hat the Those cat in the hat the greatest the greatest uh-huh Atomy boy today. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I got some hits. Um, well, when the Baroness said, wealthy, unattended little me still looking just like you, she was saying that to him because she, you know, little me, wealthy, I just want to be attached to somebody. And then she says, Oh, dear, I like rich people. I like the way they live. I like the way they live when I'm with them. Yeah, same. Yeah. Oh, the time that, oh, oh, another baroness. Uh, after the children all sing, she goes, oh, why didn't you tell me to bring along my harmonica? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, also, like, when the children, they, they just seem to put together, you know... I feel like the captain, Georg, has been taking a lot of heat on this podcast for his use of whistles and all. But let me just point out to you how excellent they were at taking direction because at the end, when they had to improvise on the fly, the whole, like, at the avoir of, of Peter Saint adieu, yeah. I mean, I would have liked to see a little less looking back and a little more looking forward, like you know exactly what you're doing. But that's just my note. Um, but I, you didn't hear him saying why, Daddy? Why exactly? When, when also, to go along with that, with that, 
a non-reheatable when they make the kids put on a show for their party. Well, that was Maria. Like, yeah, but I just don't, I mean, I don't know. I just felt like they were like showboat, you know? Yeah. They exactly. were like, like, they were all for show. Exactly. Yeah. But that's how we got the whole sound and music because it's Maria Von Trapp was. Well, yeah. If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have this whole movie. Yeah, if that's it wasn't for her true. tooting her true. family's horn because yeah. in 1947, the real Georg, he died and Maria needed money to sustain the family. And that's when she, like, true. you know, told her story. So, that hey, that's just a woman being a businesswoman. That's true. when she pimped out her family, but that's okay. Okay. MVPs. LVPs. Okay. Okay, I have a runner-up. You have an honorable mention or a runner-up? I have a... Which is better? I I, I think honorable mention. Runner-up. Okay, runner-up. Runner-up. Okay, so my runner-up. Because this was my MVP. But... It's my honorable mention runner-up. Okay. Salzburg. Just the city of Salzburg. I do remember that trip and really liking it. The vistas. The scenery. I liked it because we drank a Well, Poppy and I drank a lot of wine. Oh, that's why you guys were so much fun. (laughs) Yeah, we were always fun when we drank a lot of wine. That's why that trip was so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) You look back on your life. The most fun you ever had with me when I was drinking. Yeah. Now, my MVP <laughs> was they did escape the Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Other people? MVP? My MVP is Maria. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. I already spoke to her girl power. I think she's great. Is it now is it Maria or is it Julie Andrews? Maria. Okay. My runner. I mean, Julie Andrews is fine, but I, I don't. Right. I mean, good for her, but. <laughs> good for her. Good for her. I'm going with Maria. Yeah. My honorable. That Jersey thing going on, team. Yes, <laughs> her. My honorable mention is Mark Bro and Dee Dee Wood. They're the choreographers because they took the choreography of the stage show. And that's very finite, and they had to come up with choreography that um, included Salzburg and all the Ooh, different. Oh wow! See, that's that that's that film students uh-huh. shit that all, I was talking about. Like all about. that extra stuff, and so I I like that because that okay. that's what made the the film. But my MVP, despite the haircut. Is Julie Andrews? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going Julie. Andrews. I'm going yeah. Julie mm-hmm. Andrews because I like that. I like that. I like this discrepancy, and yet it merges because yeah. she just. It, it would be very easy for her to just and and really she became my MVP when I was trying to do recasting because I just realized like, well, we don't have a Julie Andrews. How? There's just something about her where she can take this character who is so cheerful and so like, ah, and, and she even does it also like in Mary Poppins, you know, where it's like just this character 
to a, a character who's who's sugary sweet sugary sweet but yet there's differences between mary poppins and maria and you just right. see the actress and the like she had great comedic timing. There was a great yes. the, the thing that I noticed was when she was late because she was doing her happy twirl in the Alps and she <laughs> grab and she grabs it and you know they the nuns just finished their hating song on her and she <laughs> runs past them and she just like stops and like turns and stuff and it's just it, it's just great. The camera loves her face. Yeah. Even her voice, her, her voice, her voice was just crystal clear, and you just really believed that that she was just this vivacious, bubbly person who, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just like she's carrying the whole movie on her shoulders. And Christopher Plummer is great too because he has, he's strict and stern, but he also lets it's his humor come through a bit like his dry humor and it's very sly and kind of the twinkle in his eye but this whole movie is on her shoulders yeah, and it she's was. It was. fantastic in it I mean what a you do Mary Poppins and then you do the sound and music it's just and for it to come out when it came out in the 60s what a tumultuous year 65 was and just thinking of all of that and she was a relative unknown because Mary Poppins hadn't come out yet. So when Camelot came from the stage, she did it on stage Mm -hmm. to movies. They, they didn't cast her because she was an unknown. They put Vanessa Redgrave in there and had somebody dub the music in there. The same with my fair lady. Exactly. My fair lady. She originated the role. She didn't have a big enough name. So they put Audrey Hepburn Fast forward to April of that year, Audrey Hepburn is nominated for the Academy Award. So is Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews wins it. She gets up in the last part of her acceptance speech. She thanks Jack Warner because Jack Warner was the one who didn't cast her in My Fair Lady. Right. Mm. Right. And so And the same with West Side Story, they cast Natalie Wood. She couldn't sing a note to save her from her husband and so <laughs> they had to have some allegedly <laughs> allegedly 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 <laughs> so that was really interesting that she got to play this mm-hmm. okay least valuable player well for me it's an obvious rolf in particular but all the fucking nazis oh okay yeah yeah i thought hitler yeah well done my girl go to the top i put nazis as well i left it blank and it was going to be a game time decision for me and then as we're talking i'm like wait a second it's automatically now that we're talking i'm gonna say all these bitch nuns that were talking about maria behind her back yeah and not being accepting of but yeah. And the end they did help her. Like they did her a huge solid at the, the end. The one that she kissed, kissed the floor for. Yeah, she had the carburetor yeah. in her hand. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. true. It's true. Okay, recasting. I have two cast. I have one. It was really hard because and like I, I have s- some, so Oh, oh there yeah, you and you have a story too, Teeny. Cuz I just want to say for me, it was really hard. I just don't think that we have a Julie Andrews. 
Well, when we get into my cast, we'll get into that. Okay, because I think I I think I went outside the box, and I think it could be uh, low key, like it might be awesome, but um, yeah, it was just like yeah. Yeah, my outside the box is really outside the box because I mean, how can you do a people of color cast when it involves Nazis? Oh, I so did it. That. Okay, I'm gonna do mine. Okay. So I have the Baroness, I have Liesel, I have the Captain, I have Maria. Oh, wow. I just did the Maria and the Captain. Okay. Well, my Baroness, uh, I go to her frequently, Zazie Betts. Betts. <laughs> yeah. I love her. I love her. So my Liesel had to be young, so I went with Storm Reed. She was in A Wrinkle in Time. Yes, yes, I remember. You know, in, in real life, the Liesel, she got... Because she was a model, and that's she didn't do any acting. She was just a model, and one of her friends. Because I think she went to school. She went to like San Fernando Valley School out here. She wasn't in the business or anything, but a friend gave the picture, and everybody was like, "Oh wow, she's drop dead gorgeous." Yeah, mm -hmm. she gets the role. Christopher Plummer is gonna be flirting with her the whole. <laughs> and time. you know who Christopher Plummer's daughter is? It's I Amanda don't. Plummer from Pulp Fiction. Remember? Wait. Yeah. And really? she always plays like the the really like uh interesting characters. The like, one the weird who, in characters. the beginning and the end are holding up the 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 diner. Yeah. Wow, I'm gonna have to look that up. When okay, you look well, it up and see her face, then you're like, oh my gosh, it is. So, for Liesl and Maria, they had to be able to sing. Well, not really, because they they did. Yeah, mine did. Okay. And for uh, Robert Wise or whoever cast this, kind of went to Broadway. Mm -hmm. So, I went to Broadway. Mm -hmm. Tina, you ready? Now, my captain is the original George Washington in Hamilton. Oh, oh yes. Oh, Christopher Jackson. Yes. So oh, wait, Ma, you know you those theater that you guys went to see Hamilton in what it's called, right? Richard Rogers. Yeah. Mm. That's right. So my Maria, first time on Gone with the Bushes recasting, Crystal Brown. <laughs> oh nice. Ah. Go, going with the 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 upstart, the hometown hero, the hometown I hero. I am, and Christine, I can get us backstage passes. I mm -hmm. think I didn't see the. I could see that. I could see her doing that. I could I too. too. I bet she's done it before. She has to. She's probably done it in some. Yeah, you know, college or something. Yeah. yeah. That's my cast. Okay. Shall I go? Okay. Or do you Yes, you may go okay. and I will go last. All right. So for my my people of color cast as the captain, I have Yaha Abdul Mateen the second, better known as Dr. Er um sorry. At from uh he's in The Watchmen. Okay, tell me that name again. He is the husband of Regina King's character. 
Oh, I like him. Well, you can't say anything else because he hasn't seen it. Okay, okay. But him. I thought he would be a fantastic captain. And so then my Maria... Rihanna. Okay. Right? Yeah. I think Rihanna would be a fantastic Maria. I think she could too. She'd bring a little sass to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. Then my my straight up cast, because this was the this was the first man when I when I saw Christopher Plummer, I'm like, who would be it now? Captain Georg, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. We might have to dub the singing. Oh, but we did with Christopher Plummer. Exactly. Which brings me to my Maria. I gotta say, guys. I would love to see this. I think she could do a fantastic job because she definitely has the voice for it. I believe she has the personality to pull it off. If she wants to, I think she could be our Julie Andrews. Adele. Dang. Ah, wow. I could see that. I could too. Right? Oh, she'd sing the hell out of those songs. She'd sing the hell, and she would be so and charming. I would sing a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> I would sing. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a mind blown. Yep. Okay. Is it my turn now? It is. It is indeed. So I'm not very good at recasting. You know. Says who? People don't know me that well but i'm not very good with actors <laughs> and names that's why my search engine is very questionable <laughs> so i took a little quiz on buzzfeed Ooh. and, it's, and it's, it said um recast the sound of music and we'll give you a classic movie musical to watch tonight I have some options. Who should play Maria Von Trapp? And one of the options was Rihanna, which I did not agree. Like, no, she's not a Maria. She's a Baroness, but okay. Okay. Yeah, um, she could be the Baroness. You're okay. right. Yeah. So I had a tie between Margot Robbie oh. and Lupita. Lupita. Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Oh. I thought either of them would be very good. They would. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. The next question was for Baron Von Trapp. And I chose Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. I could. Yes. But John Legend was also on there. He seems to. <sighs> too nice. Be, but I yes. Could... Yeah. So melodic. But, but his voice is good for it. It is. It, it is, is very good. Also, hot take. I think he's too short. We can work with that. Apple crates and yeah. such. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Who should play the Baroness? Um, I chose Gwen Stefani. Oh, she would be <gasps> a good amazing. Baroness. Yes. Um, Rachel McAdams was also an option. Yeah, but I can see Gwen in all of her jewels. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oliver Bling. Um, Max Detweiler, um, I just thought this was a funny option, so I chose Danny DeVito. 
But also... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The other options on here were pretty funny, which Tom Hanks, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino... Samuel L. Jackson or Liam Neeson, which I could have gone with any of those. Samuel L. Jackson would have been. He would have been great. I actually had Kevin Hart. I just didn't go with it. But yeah. <laughs> I like and then Andy the last know. one was um, who would play Liesel. And I chose Zendaya. Zendaya? Zendaya. Yeah, yes. I thought about that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so from my one, the ones that I chose, um, it said, Grease is the musical movie I should watch tonight. <laughs> That's amazing. I thought it was going to say The Wiz. <laughs> no. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Oh. I love that. And, and uh, yeah, the recasting is, ju- we just have fun with it yeah. because... Yeah, nobody's listening to this to actually do something. Right, and you can also do like I've employed this sometimes all time, where you just pick all time people. Back in the day, people like imagine Elizabeth Taylor as Maria. I did. (laughs) I also thought of Ruby D. Oh, and then and Ozzy Davis as the as the captain. As the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. I th- that was great. I still say, Crystal, you got this in the bag. Um, tasty Nuggets. So I had Liesel and Christopher Plummer flirting with each other. That they, yeah, that they left. Uh, okay. Um, there wasn't a lot of background on Captain Von Trapp. And so Christopher Plummer went with like a guide to the town where they were from. And he met a nephew of the real Captain Van Trapp, and the nephew said he was the most boring man I ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and Christopher Plummer really wasn't into this, this part. And he said, yeah. being with Julie Andrews was like being with a big Valentine's Day card every day, being hit with a Valentine's what Day card a, every day. I mean, what a dick. But he said they... You know, at the beginning, it was like, oh, my God, get rid of the sugar. But then they got together and they really got along as the film progressed. And he has said that he was very at the time he was very arrogant because he was Mr. Stage and he's playing all these Shakespearean characters and stuff. So he was like, yeah, I was I was a bit of a dick back then. And she was a no name. But that he admitted to being drunk during filming the entire last <laughs> or the music festival scene yeah the music festival scene that's hilarious because he had to sing edelweiss on stage we had to lip sync um, it <laughs> so julie andrews had to learn to play the guitar for this part as did christopher no christopher Plummer was redubbed i thought of aaron in truth and soul teaching herself how to play the guitar for Truth and Soul. Yes, it, anyone can learn to play guitar. doesn't mean you're going to be Hendrix or anything, but it's... The children kept growing through the filming of this, <laughs> and they had to use lifts in their shoes and apple boxes and, and camera angles so that they... It, Somebody it stop feeding these kids so they stop growing. Exactly. You know who was considered for the Baroness? Someone who is in our next film. Oh, but you know the next film. 
I do. Grace Kelly. Yes. <laughs> but Grace Kelly already... was considered as the Baroness. Had she, she already had a... married Rainier? What year? Yeah, they yeah, probably did. She was already a princess. Well, maybe she Meghan Markled it and wanted to go ahead with her career. Well, I think she didn't, and that's... Yeah, and that might be why she's dead. Well, I think allegedly she had a stroke, and that's why. But um, okay, so people who were screen test for Liesel, Mia Farrow, wow, Liza Minnelli, that's Liza with a Z, Patty Duke, and Sharon Tate. Oh, wow. Wow. So all the... Lisa, because this was the only thing that she did. She just did this and she was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with my life. Yeah. Because is she still getting paid every time it's shown on TV? Probably. But like, wow, she beat out all of those. Yes, she did. I mean, wasn't Patty Duke already... Like, Patty Duke was a name. Yeah. Yeah, she had the Patty Duke show. Yeah. She played herself and she played her English cousin. Oh. It was amazing. It was amazing. But no, because didn't she win? Didn't she? Wasn't she like Helen Keller or something? Yeah, in uh, Miracle Worker. She had already won a Tony for Miracle Worker. Wow. As a young girl. And Sharon Tate would have been uh, at that part, like, like, uh, for lack of a better term, a no name. Yeah, and then she died soon. Well, soon. she died like four years later. Uh, Fred Astaire was considered for Max. I think he would have been a great Max. <sighs> he would have. But everybody would have been like, that's Fred Astaire. He would have had to dance. He could have. I would have given him a dance number. Hmm. The real Marie. Okay, so when the children saw the film, the real children, the Bontrap children, they said, our father wasn't like that. He wasn't strict like that. But you know who was? Marie. I saw Maria. a picture of the real Maria. Stop it. Yeah. She had some anger issues. I saw, her, I saw her face and I was like, that is not anything like the face of Julie Andrews. That mm. is a real Austrian like salt of the earth she has real ankles real ankle strength i did check the ankles on everybody in the movie and a couple had some german ankles like that real maria had real german ankles oh yeah she had a terrible temper they said you know like she would she would slam doors and go into her room and have to have some quiet time and then come out and be fine but she had a tough childhood because I think her mom died of scarlet fever when she was real young and then her father would just go around traveling had no interest and then he died when she was maybe like a teenager and then she was staying with an uncle so like Wikipedia had me reading between all kinds of lines yeah because her her young life was World War Two, World War One. Yeah, it wasn't like it seemed like she and and then she goes to the and she was super smart too. She graduated early and was doing all this stuff. You know, and you're reading like these Wikipedia things. I'm kind of reading between the lines going like, there, I, uh, I think that there was 
some extra toughness that she had to endure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and really, she married the captain to be mother to the children and then later learned to fall in love with him. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't love him when she got married. She did oh. it to be with the children. And Christopher Plummer hated the song Edelweiss. <laughs> I mean, he sounds like a stick in the mud. Yeah, he does. I agree. He's a great actor, though. <clears throat> he was good. He was very good. He hated Edelweiss. He hated the movie. Yeah. But he was a 35-year-old man. Like... Excuse me, yeah, I don't but, see like my dad and my brother on this podcast. It just seems Yeah, well, this actually sounded like something that Adam would say. It's it's I read that he called it the sound of mucus. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, Adam would say that. And he probably would have heard his father say that years before. Yeah. 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 It's men. What are you gonna do? Um, okay. We had a lot of the same ones. So I'm sorry if I repeat any a little bit. Please repeat. But um, the boat scene traumatized Gretel. Mm -hmm. Cute little Gretel. Chunky uh, Gretel. Chunky Gretel. She, uh, Julie Andrews was supposed to fall forward when the boat overturned and rescued her, but she couldn't get to her in time. So Gretel went under and swallowed a lot of water, which made her vomit everywhere. Good girl. Vomit. Yeah. Well, what Gretel didn't have, I guess Gretel didn't have a mom who took her to the baby swimming classes. I mean, okay, I'm sorry. That's, I feel like Gretel every time I get in the washing machine in the ocean and nobody yes. wants to come help me. So yes. I feel her. It's only because I would only make it worse, honey. <sighs> yeah, well, I know two other people that are able-bodied to help. And I not. do too. And I, I know Aaron. Named Aaron and Adam. And they yeah, both. exactly. I have I have saved you so many times, Teeny. <laughs> My brother, nowhere to be found. Uh, Julie Andrews saying supercalifragilisticexpialidocious to all the kids, and they thought that she made it up, but just because Mary Poppins hadn't aired yet. I love that. They're like, wow, on the spot, this woman? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's wow. more gifted than we thought. Um. Um, years ago, the BBC selected The Sound of Music to be one of the films that would broadcast for British citizens in the event of a nuclear strike. <laughs> because it's considered a gentle, joyful story. That's so what we're doing right now. We should all be watching it now. I we have to say, it. It, did, uh -huh. it did cheer my spirits to see the, the fresh air, the outside, the Alps. Her yeah. spinning around, just so uh. happy. Wouldn't you love to spin around in nature right now? Oh, I don't even well, know. Also, she kept falling over during that scene. So we talked about <laughs> she was kind of a klutz. Oh, um, that makes me love her even more. Yeah. So there are a couple of other things that I, you could watch videos for. But two years before the movie, Julie Andrews spoofed the musical. Did you guys see that? No. Oh my God, she did a spoof. Uh, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit, but from that year. From the 60s? Uh, yes. And you see like, oh, I'm trying to find what show it was on. I took terrible notes. Um, 
But you see, like, it's, like, from the 60s and all these people, you know, when they're, like, going around saying their names and everything. It's, mm-hmm. like, a never-ending line of all these kids because there were so many of them. <laughs> so that's something for you to look up later. Yeah. Um, and also there's a video of her yodeling with the real Maria Von Trapp on stage. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was pretty good. So, like, uh, the real one, she yodels. And then she has to, like, copy it. And they do a whole yodel together on stage. It's fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to look that up. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have that. Okay. Mary Martin was the original role for South Pacific and The Sound of Music. She was in Peter Pan. And she was the mother of J.R. Ewing, a.k.a. Larry Hagman. Yes, she was. The real mother of Larry Hagman. Mm-hmm. But I know him. I'm like, that's J.R. Ewing. That's right. Um, I already mentioned how Richard Rogers wrote, I have confidence and something good for the movie because Hammerstein, R.I.P. They cut three songs from the Broadway play for the movie. How can love survive? No way to stop it. And an ordinary couple. Oh. It was filmed from March 26th through September 1st, 1964, with exterior shot in Aust- in Salzburg, Austria. And the insides were shot at 20th Century Fox, RIP. Stanley Donnan, Richard Roy Hill, and Gene Kelly all turned it down. Um, Robert Weiss, he... he ended up directing it because his movie The Sand Pebble got put postponed and so he was like all right and then oh William Wyler was attached to it I saw that and he wasn't that into it and the author I think it was the the Ernest guy Ernest Lehman he was like man William Wyler is not that enthused in it and then something else came up for William Wyler and he wanted to direct it and so um the Zanuck that came after Daryl F. Zanuck, I think, at 20th Century Fox said, oh, go ahead and tell William he can go have that. And then when it was postponed, then they got um, Robert Weiss to come in and do it. Salzburg officials originally opposed the, the use of Nazi swastika banners. And then Robert Weiss said, all right, y'all don't want to let us use this. We'll just use real newsreel footage of Austrians cheering Hitler in our film, you know, because that's what really happened. And then the the Salzburg officials were like, all right, all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Don't use the (laughs) don't don't use the real footage. No, no, no. Um Pauline Kale, who is one of the great film critics, she because this movie had mixed reviews when it came out. As you can imagine, even I'm the sure. turbulent times that it yeah. did, she called it, quote, the sugar-coated lie people seem to want to eat. <laughs> I can see that. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I can see that. You're, you know, like, you're all you're do- you're looking at, like, what's going on in Vietnam? You're looking at the civil rights movement. You're right. Looking at- Malcolm X just died. And- yeah, there was all this stuff that I didn't even put in about what was going on in India with India and Pakistan yeah. And, yeah. and all of that stuff that I didn't put in. So, like, she's like, what is this? Um, it had, by my counts, 10 Oscar nominations. So Julie Andrews was nominated for Best Actress. She lost to Julie Christie for, I think it was Darling. Best Supporting Actress, The Baroness Woman. Best Color, 
Director of Photography, Best Art Direction, and Best Costume Design. And then it won for Best Film Editing, Best Sound Recording, Best Music, Best Director, and Best Picture. Julie Not Andrews Cinematography? Lost. No. Yeah, Julie Andrews lost to Julie Christie. But keep in mind, oh she God. had won the previous year. She had just for won for Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Well, I, can... I don't care. This is better than Mary Poppins. Yeah. Sometime we're going to have to do Dr. Zhivago, Julie Christie. I've never heard of that, but yeah. I, yeah, I want to do that because I've now I'm listening to dictators about Ivan the Terrible. I just listened to Soso, a.k.a. Joseph Stalin. So I'm in a very Russian sort of frame well, of mind. Have you guys already done a miracle worker? What? Have you done a miracle worker? We haven't. No, not yet. Oh, okay. I, I know. That's another one on the list. Whoa. Whoa. We did that in Whoa. high school. We did that one in high school. I wasn't in that. I believe I was a student director for America. Well, you, do it again. I didn't I feel was, it that time. I was such a thespian. Do it again. Make me feel it. I'm in the there, back. I need to feel it in the back. There were no roles for me in a <laughs> There were no Piccadilly ladies. No Piccadilly ladies? Hmm. How dare they? They had no idea what a great actress you were. They did not. Oh, wow. That is a, the sound of music, which I do. It is three hours, but what else do you have to do? You're right. Yeah. I, this the music. There's so many songs. You just start humming along. Just you to, do. You know them. Can I just you say? You don't know how. I don't know how, but I'm all for it. But the the song that I love so much, my favorite things, probably my favorite version of it is Kelly Clarkson's because she does it with a whole big band. It's got a whole big swing to it. I love it. Somehow it's become a Christmas standard now. But because of packages wrapped up with string, I I guess so. Uh, But I I just it just made me smile. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I simply re- and and now in these in these uncertain times, <laughs> I I simply remember my favorite things and then I don't feel so bad. And, and I have nine, confidence for sunshine. And nine people escaped the Nazis, even with yeah. Rolf blowing his freaking whistle yeah. to try to rat him out. You know he should have shot him in the back, but that's just hindsight. If he had yeah. known what the Nazis were doing. Like, oh, by the way, there's a thing called Auschwitz and Dachau and all these other places. He would have shot him in the back. But Bergen-Belsen. Yep. Yes. Okay. A lot of darkness there, but the music is great. The movie Mm -hmm. is great. Next week? You have to guess. All right. Are we doing the country girl? We aren't. You already know what we're doing, so don't pretend like you don't. Oh, wait. Are we? Because I referenced it earlier about how I yes, have become but Jimmy I don't Stewart. think it was referenced when we were recording. No, we weren't. But I was before we were recording. I was telling my ma how I have become like Jimmy Stewart in Rear Window, 
as I watch, as I peek out my window, looking at everybody, going like, what are they doing? What are they doing? This is perfect, Ma. This is absolutely perfect. Exactly. We're all confined to our little habitats, wherever they are. And the only joy we get is looking out the windows and figuring out what other people are doing or making up stories of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. We are doing 1954, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know how hard that is? It's not as hard as tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. We are doing Rear Window with Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly. That's So we have gorgeousness. As well as Alfred Hitchcock. As well as oh, well, oh, Grace Kelly. I'd... Jimmy Stewart being confined to his apartment in New York City. City. Christine, have you seen Rear Window? No, it's Alfred Hitchcock? Yes. Yes. No, oh, I've it never gets heard of really that. suspenseful. Really suspenseful. And Grace mm. Kelly's wearing some great clothes. Mm. So I was thinking of you. We got we got us Here. some suspense. We got us New York. We got us some fashion. Come on. What else do you? I mean, what else do you need? I, I, I believe murder. Well, there might be some murder, which is also something us. There you go. Rear window next week. Nice. I have such a curveball for the following week. Uh-oh. Oh, like she already has hers. Uh-huh. Oh, that's scary. It's just an it's just a straight up nerd alert. <laughs> well, okay. Uh this one was two drinks for me. Me too. Well, I had had this was <laughs> this is my third drink because I had had two Easter hot toddies in the morning. Well, same. I had had a glass of wine in my Easter Zoom before that. So yes, because you were able to connect with your family via Zoom. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we got a lovely orange wine in our uh, box that we got this week. So excellent. Nice. Okay. Well. <laughs> I might be coupling on you later for our Easter dinner. Oh, you're having an Easter? <laughs> All right. Well, I I have another uh, happy hour scheduled. I got to oh, yeah. order okay. some pizza okay. and what was that face for? What it's alright. I can. It's alright. No, I'll 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 cancel them and and talk to no, you. No, 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 no. Okay, so uh, next week, rear window, gone with the bushes says. Stay safe, keep washing your hands, social distance, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.